The new year is here and it's the season to start fresh. Whether it's your year or your day, there's no better way to begin than with a bowl of Bob's Red Mill homemade oats. They take the time to source the finest ingredients for quality you can see and taste in every bite. And whether you add sweet or savory toppings, there's something for everyone to love. Good ingredients are the recipe for great days. And that's a new breakfast routine you can feel good about giving to your family. Look for Bob's Red Mill oats in the blue bag. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery, the world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly. Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pail, steel to a boot? Anything short of a championship this year is a failure. Look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can I call the John? What are we apologizing for? What did we say? What did we do? Uh, 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 uh. Damn it, Amit. <coughs> we always give Amit a pass. He's down there. He's doing uh, he's, he's doing on the, work. the scene. The home games, it's hard for him to uh to juggle 14 different things at once. So yes, we are back, Jimmy John podcast in the house. Back to back nights. I don't know yeah. if I can deal with you again, dude. I know. I want to war with this guy all day today about Mahomes and Brady. I can't do We're it. We're fine. We're fine. Uh here we are. We're doing it. I'm on doing edge. The thing again. You're on edge. Yes. Yeah, what did you, you, Jimmy? What did you do on Valentine's Day? You're looking at it, John. You're looking. I'm at just it, messing buddy. around. <laughs> we'll get into Valentine's Day at the end of the show. Let's get. Let's at least talk about the game for for a few minutes here. I'm trying to stall for you here because I know it's I got, like you know. I want everyone to see this this lettuce because I'm getting a haircut on Friday, and it's not going to look like this. Maybe. Maybe for a long time. So that's why I know hat tonight. Hair is kind of wild. I just got out of the shower, went to the gym. That's what I did tonight, John. Single guys, single guys out there. What about the sad the girls? Gym. Single guys at the gym on Valentine's Day. That's you didn't that. go find sad girls tonight? Here at the gym. No, no, I didn't. I didn't do that because I had this game. So I went to the gym instead. That's where you could find all the single, single guys and single girls tonight. Sad boys go to the gym. <laughs> sad girls get sad see girls at the gym bud margaritas. see yeah. at the gym <laughs> yeah guys just keep working on yourselves that's all that matters let the girls Jimmy, let the girls cry that. to each other i love the hair yeah take a good look it's uh i was actually thinking about trying to trying to tie it but i don't have anything like that so i love it yeah it's a little it's a little crazy like even stevens remember that show even stevens yep it's Kind of what it looks like right now. I'll be honest; I didn't expect it to look this crazy, but it's pretty good. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yep. Anyways, definitely. Look at these guys. These guys want to get after it too. Oh God! I think this is a I, fair comment. This is John. This is John's burner. Rahan Body is John's burner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so here we are. Um, we're going to talk basketball a little bit and then we're going to goof off a little bit and then we might do yeah. some, I mean, you're not going to go full Celtics at the break. I'll tell you why we got to, we got a break to do that. 
and we'll probably do a garden report or two. There's a rumor um, that we're doing one next week. Uh, maybe. I'll let you know a little bit more. I'm not going to say anything other than this rumor we're doing one, one next week, which isn't that okay. crazy. It's not that crazy. Before but, Thursday. But, but. Um, tonight's game, uh, Sherrod predicted, you know what? It was not a bad prediction. Something like this had like, oh God, I can't believe they, they, they let their guard down enough to lose to this game. It turns out, Jimmy, the Celtics are not the only team that is looking forward to the yeah. all-star break. Yeah. Turns out when you have, when you have a miserable work experience, uh, you look even more forward to that all-star break, probably yeah. more like the Brooklyn Nets right now. Exactly. So what's funny is like, and that's kind of the funny thing about this whole like stretch run this any like so-so Celtics performance was excused by like they're bored. It's almost the all-star break. I'm like, it's almost the all-star break for everyone. They're right. all bored, right? Like they're all burnt out. Everyone wants a break, but every once in a while you don't show up and the other team does. And I tweeted this and joked about it with the guys in the chat. I was talking pies uh, earlier on YouTube with these guys, you uh, with the people, but you know, I, I, I joked about it. Like Celtics don't show up one night they go out and win a like slightly dissatisfying seven or eight point game against an inferior opponent. We're like, Ugh, how didn't they beat these guys by more? They didn't have Butler. They didn't have this. Like, do we really like this win? Another team yeah. doesn't show up against the Celtics and the Celtics are semi-serious 50 piece. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Like crazy. This, this was second yeah, quarter. It was like mean. I was like, what these guys need to stop. It's, it's unfair to the other team. It, it is unfair. Yeah, Cornette, Pritchard, all of it. I don't want to it say I lit a fire under Pritchard, but I might have lit a fire under Pritchard. You might have. You might have. I think that's fair. People he are saying that. He, a lot of people are talking about it. People are saying that. Cavaliers, by the way, locked in a tight one with the Bulls right now, try, seeing if the Celtics can gain any more ground uh, going into that one. They were down entering the fourth quarter by a bit, and they're up now. 103 100 will keep you posted on that. Cavs game. watch. Cavs watch. Cavs the closest thing to the Celtics right now. Uh, everyone else is. Yeah. That's it. It's just a two team race now, huh? Yeah. Magic took it to the Knicks. Knicks, everybody's fashionable pick right now. I know. Everybody loves the Knicks. Like they aren't just still the Knicks. Knicks are banged up. Ooh, 104-103. This one is down to the wire. Down give to the, the wire here. Give us the game, game cast play-by-play over here. Game Remember that back play. in the day? Yeah. Used to do that for um, fantasy sports. I think Bulls have the ball here with a chance to take the lead. Anyway, that would be interesting. Um, but yeah. Pacers Raptors locked in a two-point game, John. They are. They Look are. That. But, you know, I can't see that far down the standings. In the final seconds. Watch out for those Pacers. You don't want to see them in round two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the Knicks are frauds. I mean, they're hurt right now. We'll see. Um, they're not. But so, someone, uh, one of you know, one of my guys uh, texted me. I think this is apt. We actually talked about it on the show yesterday a little. Um, the back half of this season, post All Star break, could have twenty twenty two vibes. And, and, you know, Jimmy, we quibbled a little bit over how tough the schedule is. But, like, it's not – record-wise, you know, they've gone through tougher stretches. Overall, it's not super tough down the stretch here. And you wonder if it's going to be one of those, like, 
beating teams by a bajillion every night sort of uh, situations mm. like they had 2022 when they started playing like that upper, upper level of like, holy crap, is this, I mean, historically dominant team for that stretch of time there, particularly with their defense. Tonight, what I like, Jimmy, a little bit of defense kind of reminds you that like, hey, when they want to play it, they can play it. And they were like connected and flying around today and made things really, uh, you know, really hard. And again, it's the Nets. The Nets without Ben Simmons, for better, for worse. What do you think? Better? Better. <laughs> I don't think it matters, honestly. Nets, Nets go without Simmons. They crater. Celtics without Brown? There it is. Goes back to our debate we had from years ago. Who's Goes back, goes back to the that one's That one's still up. That one's still up for debate. We'll have to have that. We'll wait until we'll, the we'll careers are over. We'll revisit that. We're going to bring in A, Sherrod Blakely here. Sherrod, I'll tell you something right now. Sherrod's on the hot seat. We haven't talked a lick about anything that happened in the game tonight other than them winning by a lot. But the chat wants a word with you about saying that the Celtics are going to come out and play like ass tonight. That's what it, that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> okay. Wait, Joe, yeah, you know what the camera – you know what camera lens we need right now. Go ahead, chat. So There it is. Sorry. Where is Sherrod? Where is he? So sorry. All right, John, you won't do it, but I will. I did not realize how bad Brooklyn was. My Or goodness. could be. Yeah. They are trash to another level. Uh, someone asked me, uh, someone sent me an email asking me, you know, what is, what's the plan for Brooklyn? What are they doing? And I sent them back a, a, a gift with someone sitting on a toilet because that's pretty much what they're doing right now. Uh, they are absolute trash. And the Celtics, <laughs> and the Celtics I, I, give them, I give the Celtics a lot of credit. Uh, they, did not, they did not fall for the okie doke. They came out and said, look, there's trash. What are we going to do? We're going to put it to the curb. Uh, they did not play around with them. They did not fiddle faddle. They did not do anything that teams typically do at the end of uh, the pre all-star break portion of the season and giving, and again, much props to the Celtics. Right. Uh, they absolutely kicked their ass in every sense of the word. Uh, I mean, when you put a fit, I mean, you don't, and Jimmy, you and John, you guys have been around this game long enough to know 50 point beatdowns don't happen often, let alone, 50 right, let alone right before the all-star no. break. That Celtics is, have, I, who did that to me? You did that, John. No Jimmy way. did that. I didn't do that. <laughs> I would never give John balloons. Never balloons or flowers or anything. Brooklyn is bad, y'all. I mean, I mean, damn, I mean. Peyton, they are. Peyton, no, they, they are very bad. Peyton Pritchard had 28 points, and he could have easily had 40 if he wanted. I wish uh, he and, and, and that's no, di- no, dis- that's no disrespect to him. It's just that he went. The, the, Celtics, the, Celtics, the Celtics collectively played like maybe their CC minus game, and they won yeah. by 50. That sh- should never happen. Well, that's what – that's. I mean, they have – they got a 51-pointer over Indiana earlier in the year. Right, so that's two fifty point. That's crazy games. Yeah. Um, but to Sherrod's point, to do it like with one with your bags packed and like one foot on the plane to yes. like to like the Bahamas, that's that's also another thing. But you know what, Sherrod, they were able to go to their bench early, and those guys they they're not you know that, that's an opportunity for them. They're not thinking what about it the same way. Yeah, one of the first dudes that checked in the game was Jordan Walsh, and we're like, oh, so Joe is going to be that kind of game. Yeah. Joe is emptying the bench way earlier than Memphis. I he the would. Memphis game got crazy out of hand. Yeah, forty something yeah. there. As a yeah, show. that, 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 that was a one sided game for sure. 
But I mean, this, yeah, I mean, and, and the thing that I worry about in games like this, when it gets this out of hand this quickly, is guys getting hurt. Um, oh, I yeah, felt that Tatum, I felt, I felt Tatum played like Tatum should have played like 20 minutes. Tatum should have been playing Porzingis. Porzingis played 16 minutes tonight, which you know, I felt good about that. I felt really good about that. They needed one grown up out there, so they left Tatum out there literally just to ensure that no one had to play anymore. You could see in the third quarter, he they were almost playing four and a half on five. Like Tatum was just there to, like, out make there, sure. And white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would yeah. like to see Drew, but Drew is a little bit older, and you don't want to, you know, put too much. Tatum was like the 18 year old looking out after his 16 year old brother. You know, like he knows <laughs> yeah. nothing. No, 19, really no, 19 year old, John, 19, yeah, right, 19 year old. <laughs> looking out after the 16 year old brother, like he knows he's not going to go drink Clorox or stab himself in the eye. He's just there <laughs> to just make sure it's not heavy lifting. He was just there to make sure. Everything sure, yeah, is yeah. okay. He's chaperoning the, the chaperoning the school dance. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of hanging on the sidelines, making sure. Just there, I'm here. Too I'm crazy is going on. Don't pay attention. Yeah, but lower your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was so. It was so. Bad. <clears throat> uh, God, yeah. this was this was bad. It was bad. It was I mean, bad. good. Boys, it was good. We're 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 not the bad, bad. bad, but bad meaning we're good. We're on the Celtics right? yeah. side. That's the good part. I'd, I'd much rather be talking about the Celtics than the Nets right now. If yeah. I, if there's a Nets report that that's like in some other uh, world, I would not want to be watching that episode right now. No, no. Shout and, out and to it, whoever. No offense to if that show it does exist. I'm sure. And, and also, Jimmy, shout out, there. shout out to shout out to the refs <laughs> who swallowed their whistle most of the game. Uh, th- this was they. Or non-factor, never since the war. And the thing about it, they weren't they weren't really calling much either way. Uh, I know Dennis well, Schroeder. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder <laughs> got his ass kicked multiple times, just just knocked to the ground, oh. and they're just like they let everything dang. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that was One time was a classic, like pump fake. Okay, I got the guy in the air, and I drew the obvious foul. He gets hit, he goes to the ground, and they're like. <laughs> Ah, fuck it. All-star break. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I gotta even, play if the I call, even if I call this foul, you're not going to win. Can we just go, like, just play it clean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and again, to, to your point, Jimmy, you know, they, they went to the bench early and guys delivered. I mean, they, I mean, like O'Shea Brissett, I mean, I mean, I mean, the dunk, the rebounding, that the, that- that was it. You guys were talking about. Was it yesterday we were talking about how he could dunk? Oh, he can. He, I mean, he's got nice bounce, but he doesn't have a whole lot of creativity to it. That was pretty impressive what he did. So, that was so, nice. I almost, I, I, again on the chat with my people early, the, 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 the diehards who were in there early, I did say you might have to apologize for that one as well because O'Shea went down and said, What did Sherrod say about me? What did the Syracuse alumni <laughs> exactly, say? About me? Exactly. And he friggin' ooh, he did. Dominique Wilkins friggin'. <laughs> Full he windmill did. on the break. Yeah. He did. He right did. He's got Rod's ups, head. man. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, he does. Jalen Brown should take take notes on that one. Oh, Luke stop. Cornette, great stretch, <laughs> playing man ball out there. For Listen, Luke looked like freaking Kevin we Love out Luke there. Camps, they made right? Luke look like Kevin Love out there, just the way he was absolutely owning the paint. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this was such a funny game. Uh, he, had, he had a nice block. Uh, yeah. had a couple dunks. Yeah, dunk, yeah. Yeah. He tried to alley oop a potato. And, and one. So that's well. not his game. Uh, the the alley oop pass, that's not him. No, definitely. I'll not. throw this out there too because we'll talk about it. Jimmy disagrees a little, but I, I liked some things about Walsh. I think this is a pretty spot on. 
analysis, and I think this is what you're going to expect from from rookies. Why can't yeah. they get in the game? In most cases, it's because they get lost defensively, yeah. you know, off the ball. That's always mm-hmm. a concern. If you're trying to stay connected, are they going to be the one person that isn't rotating or be where they need to be and screw the whole thing up? And that's all it takes. You can mm-hmm. be a great on-the-ball defender, but you get lost in space or on your rotations and you leave open shooters, the whole thing is cooked. So no, I, yeah. you can't have it. And you gotta you gotta be good at that to get in there. But on the ball, he moves his feet extremely well. He's long, active hands. I like he you can tell he's he can be a very competitive one-on-one defender, yeah. even from little flashes. Offensively, again, he suffers from the O'Shea Brissett, Delano Banton early season stuff, which is like, Jesus Christ, I just got in. It's the game is so fast. And yeah. he gets it and he just pukes it up sure. towards the basket without any like aim whatsoever and that's what happened on all of his shot attempts it's still better than ben simmons last night but like oh yeah not not ready for prime time no i mean the the thing about you know jumped out of me about jordan is just first of all his his athleticism is legit i mean he moves really well off the ball and he really moves well offensively um the thing i like to see him do more of and maybe it's something that they'll they'll kind of hone in on the offseason is get him on those baseline uh just just from one from one side of the court to the other, Avery Bradley blueprint of offense, where you're just trying to find him on cuts to the basket and things like that. Because I think he'd be really good at that. He's got the physical frame where he's strong enough to take contact, uh, and I think he moves laterally well enough to where that can be a part of his game. But overall, I mean, he looked like a rookie. Uh, you you understand why a championship caliber team that's looking to win it all doesn't play him? Doesn't, yeah, doesn't have time for something yeah, like that. I mean, if yeah. you put him in Charlotte. You put him in Chicago, you put him in Detroit, he's probably playing 15, 20 minutes a night. Uh, yeah. Easy. But here, you know, he G League is, is, is where he's going to be more times than not. Uh, yes, but when things get expensive next year, like Jordan Walsh has a place on this team as like the number 10 or 11 guy, you know, like yeah. because that's just kind of where you're going to be at. You need those cheap contracts in there. I might have some Joe Mazzullo. I love Joe. Yeah, and you need guys like him to be around oh. to learn from your vets. Just like well, Joe Mazzullo. We got, we got Joe. In. Look, oh, Joe somebody's Mazzula. ready to get the vacate going quickly. Okay, Joe. Joe Mazzullo is here. Okay, to talk Joe. To us. Let's go, Joe. He, know, right, he knows Joe. what we're talking about. He's here to talk about Jordan Walsh. Perfect. Oh, man. Jordan in the first quarter. Bobby. I feel like this is a good night to insert him into that Ooh. regular rotation. Look at the intensity on Joe Mazzullo's face. Um, right you know, I've been getting, I, I think. Bobby, uh, you sure say Christmas, insert a lot. He came on the West Coast trip with us. Uh, we made a conscious effort to just have an understanding of like defense is, is how you make it in this league as a young player. Uh, and, you know, what you do in the G League from a statistical standpoint is important. Uh, but it's more important about your daily approach, your professionalism, and your defense. And I think he's uh, just really, really grown in that area. And in the games I've watched and, and the feedback from Maine and his approach here with us, his defense has drastically improved. And so I think it's an opportunity to give a young guy a chance, especially in a game where you're looking for energy. You know it's going to be a team win, and you're down a couple guys. Uh, and so I really like the way he's approached the defensive side of the ball. Mm. Yep. Yep, good stuff. Good stuff. I, I'm gonna say this. I thought he was what? A lot of composure from Joe right now. I like the way he's answering these questions these last couple of days. He's he's growing I, before our very eyes. I think I think I think I think he's working on it. I think mm-hmm. I think Joe's I think Joe's post game game has come a long way. Hmm. Yeah. 
yeah. in the last week or so. Big strides heading into the All-Star break. I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Good for yeah. Joe. Yeah. This, I mean, Jordan Walsh, um, to your point earlier, John, about just the contracts, um, this is why you go out and get a guy like Jaden Springer. You don't get him to help you win a championship. You get him to build upon your championship run, your championship contention down the road. That's because you're not going to have first round picks. You're not going to have, you know, the ability to draft ready to go type players. You're going to have to build them. You're going to have to develop them. And you're you're seeing that with Jordan Walsh. Uh, I think for him and a lot of young guys, the biggest challenge they have is allowing the game to come to them and allowing the game to slow down. Uh, they're they're in, they get in the floor and they're running a, their mind is running a million miles an hour and it's just like dude you just got to go sixty five and you're good uh, and once you get to the point where the game starts slowing down and I think it's a little bit it's starting to slow down a little bit for Jordan but he still is a little too amped up I think when he gets out there but he's trending in the right direction and and and, and Joe you know did an eloquent job of expressing that I think uh, yeah he's got a little knee Smith. Neesmith uh, syndrome going on out there, uh, which is trying to do a little bit too much. But he's active. I mean, I'll give him that. He, he clearly, what Joe said is accurate. Obviously, is that he's in there for his defense. You know, he mm-hmm. can switch. He can fight through guys. He was he was getting in the mix. He was boxing guys out on shots. He was you know in there for rebounds and he was running the floor. Uh, that's really all you can ask. He, I wouldn't say that he was. I don't think the word was lost, but somebody said scrambling. A little bit at times, but yeah. that's, that's to be expected. And that's, yeah. he didn't hurt. Listen, he didn't hurt the team tonight. I think we can look at the score. And and I mean, there it is, plus 10. So uh, uh, no one could hurt the no, team no, tonight. No, they, they could have even put. We could have probably made And he might have been a plus. Yeah, that has to be on, that has to be on, on the list. The Nassus yeah. Manning. That's that's on the. Uh, oh, it's on there. It's on the um, tournament, tournament yeah, for sure. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, along, with, from, sad, from me, along just, with sad girls. I don't sad girls. That one. That's a sad sleeper. Girls, put it on the list there. That's, that's a sleeper. Like, that's like a six, probably. Six ten matchup. Six, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but man, Walsh on the on the layup tonight. Ooh, ooh. That, that was painful. Cringe. That, that was cringe. I, you know, Jimmy, I was going to do him a solid and not <laughs> even bring that's it up. Like my, that's like my sixth grade girls, bottom of the rim. Yeah, you it really get, was. You get, you get in too deep and you look up and you're like, gosh, shit. Like, oh, shoot, I'm too far. <laughs> it's right over there. <laughs> and you hit the you hit the, under the iron. Oh, my yeah, God. That was... it, it totally brought flashbacks. We like are doing – Florp, we're doing it this year. Yeah. Florp, the reason we didn't do it last year, we got crazy – uh, on board with the with the with the with the gambling coming on board and the legal, you know, and that just we got absolutely addicted set. to gambling. We got we all got we'll addicted to gambling. Yeah. No, uh, that was just, just bananas because we we had FanDuel on the hook to do our uh, to do our sponsorship, but we couldn't get going until it got passed. And when was it going to get passed? And it just ate us up, and we couldn't get the bracket going. So that was part of our problem. But we are doing it. This year, phenomenal. Cannot win. Once it wins, you are eliminated. Anything that isn't still part of our vernacular, like Brockton Wi-Fi, I don't know. It's kind of old school. I don't know. I if think that's a fourteen C. If it does, no, 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 it's you got to keep Brockton Wi-Fi. We still reference it from time. It's still in there. This episode is brought to you by Watches of Switzerland. Elevate every moment with a new watch from Watches of Switzerland. They have one of the largest selections of new and pre-owned timepieces in the U.S., and they carry some of the most prestigious brands like Tudor, Cartier, Omega, Tag Heuer, and more. 
So come discover the perfect watch for all your adventures. Browse the entire collection at watchesofswitzerland.com. We talked about, I'd say, Sherrod's first apology cam focused mainly on the Celtics not having a letdown game tonight. Joe Mazzulla asked about, uh, you know, kind of, you know, how they chose to not get comfy uh, entering the All-Star break, which they easily could have they easily could have done, and they did. Yeah, here's Joe. I think that's just as dangerous as going into it on a losing streak. Like, you know, you just said the words good feeling. Like, if you, you can't operate by feeling. And so regardless of if we lost tonight and won five out of six or won six out of six, you know, you have a tendency to relax. You have a tendency to put it in cruise control. And, you know, so winning is just as dangerous as losing if you don't handle it the right way. So I think it's just more about uh, guys reconnecting with their families, taking care of their bodies, and then – and enjoying their time off, I think that's important for guys to be able to do. Uh, but when we come back, it's like we got to reconnect and reestablish what we're doing. So whether you're going with a six-game losing streak or a two-game losing streak, both situations can be unhealthy if you don't handle them properly. Okay, okay. A little glass half full, glass empty. There we go at work. Oh, John. You don't want to get have... too high. You don't want to get too low. Right, and speaking of low, we're not getting any sound from John. I think was talking. Sorry, I muted myself. There, there, there we is. go. Damn. Lemon squares will be in the bracket. Clean ACL tear. That's kind of an oldie. It's an oldie but goodie. Farts my dog. Definitely in the bracket. Oh, that's. <laughs> that might lead the way. That might that there. might be the sleeper pick. Phenomenal. Has, phenomenal has been eliminated by virtue of winning the first ever. Uh, and so we can't go garden, back to back. Their huh? their garden report isms. So. Right. Um, those are my rules, which I just said, because I don't want to see the same winner year in, year out. You win, right. you, you you move on to the winner's circle, and you sit there, and you give somebody else a shot. That's soft. So, yes. Okay. That's soft thinking. That's 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 not boomer mentality. Yeah. Boomer Everyone mentality. I know. Continually throws you off, doesn't it, Jimmy? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> Bobby's bucket hat was oh, in the there. Tang, but... Yeah, the Tangway. Tang, you got right. Tangwayed. That's, you got Tangwayed is in there. I want some new stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, there's phenomenal there's is the stuff. goat. Phenomenal yeah. is the goat. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Bill Russell of, of our bracket, really. It's just in a class in itself. Yeah, uh, Coach GPT that could get in there. What Coach did somebody GPT call him? Someone called him something recently, which is Joe oh, Jitsu. Joe two, Joe two, three PO or C C C three P Joe. I think it was C three P Joe. Three C P Joe. That's that's super nerdy. Three C C3PO. C3PO. Joe. Yeah. It's hard to say. People like sad girls. People think that one's gonna do well. That's gonna be hey, that one's uh that might be a three or four seed. Bobby like, versus people Jake. Like King. Sad girls. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. Thanasis Manning. That one has to be on there. Thanasis Manning is <laughs> hot is a, is high up there. I, I retired might facts, be the but, yeah. Yeah, that might be yeah. the East Region number one seed there. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good entries this year. Calvin Jelly is an old one. I don't think you can't you can't bring that one back. Yeah, you can't bring that one back. No, we haven't referenced it enough. We like. What are we gonna know. do about Joe Mazzulla and the potential assists? What is sad girls? Oh, Derek, you, got, Derek, you can't you, can't, ta- you can't take a night, night off. <laughs> Derek, fire up last night's show and like scroll to like the end towards near the, the end, end, bottom third. Yeah. In, in, in an inadvertent little dating of, advice, inadvertent takedown of Jimmy. Someone asked him, "So Jimmy, what are you doing on Valentine's Day?" And he was like, 
Nothing. <laughs> and then he talked about how you can go find – it's the best night of the year. I for, gave a for, tip. Yeah. For, for, dude, I gave can, a tip, uh, and everyone who's in this chat obviously did not take me up on it because they'd be yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought Blorp would maybe uh, – Maybe be cruising the town tonight, but nope, he's just in here. Shouldn't Jimmy be with the sad girls right the now? The Nassus Manning is great. That's yeah, great. Bobby. Bobby. By the way, I never said Jimmy sad girls. That. I never said sad girls. I know, I, I did. John did. <laughs> I said single girls, and then John just assumed that everyone who's out tonight is out crying uh, in their beers, but they're <laughs> actually out partying. Right well, now. it sounds better coming from you, Jimmy, and it feels more like a Jimmyism. It really does feel like a Jimmyism. I was thinking it. I just didn't say it. <laughs> No. Oh, so good. So, jo- so John channeled his inner Jimmy Toscano. Is that what you said? When you hang around oh, me God. long enough, Sherrod, you end up you end up picking oh, up God. a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. It, it, it was a bad game of telephone. I took it, translated it <laughs> yeah, to something exactly. else. Yeah. And I and then we moved on. Um, other things from tonight. Again, it's hard to say tonight, and I didn't want to get too much into first half sort of stuff, but it's yeah. definitely worth like stepping back and like. Uh, we're not gonna this isn't an apology per se it's just simply a it's hard to not look at the record and be like yeah we've given these guys some grief and they're 43 and freaking 12 but again we're gonna reiterate the standard is the expectation is is as high as it can get which is one seed championship like there's nothing else that's acceptable with this team right now but they're not falling short of expectations. They're they're winning in a lot of different ways. Their record is ridiculous. Again, this is why Jimmy gave me crap the other time for not being down about like a performance versus a bad team or this or that. That that game you expected me to be spitting fire, Jimmy. I'm like, I don't care yeah. that much. Yeah. I because I am still looking at the whole thing, and it's like this is it's really hard to do that. You know, to to have this you know this good a record it just speaks to the level of talent on the team. They can have multiple guys either be out or with off nights, and there's still so much there to carry it. Uh, so it is amazing. Again, we'll see what happens. Playoffs being a totally different animal, but it's just they're just it's just habits rolling. for me. Yeah, I get concerned yeah. with if yeah. the if the wrong habits start to to form. I'm not saying it's happened, but I I I don't just like to brush those games off. Also, John, when they happen against good teams i get even more upset because i uh, those are the teams that i stack them up against and so i don't want to make excuses for them against the contenders if it's just a game that they can't get up for once in a blue moon i get it it happens um but that's why when it, when i look ahead at the, at the second half of the regular season after the break there are some games that i have circled i don't want to see them lose to the warriors again for the hundredth time in a row it feels at least feels that way that that the Warriors always have their number. I don't want to see him lose to Denver out in Denver after Denver beat them here. I don't want to see that happen. So yeah, I will get I pissed. I will get pissed if those things happen. That doesn't mean I think that they're going to, you know, fall on their face and be a first on exit, but I think it's fair to be upset throughout the course of an 82 game season. You can't just smile through the whole damn thing. Because it's like, don't you dare, you know, it's like, you right. know, like a strict, like military dad. Like I've taught you, you know, the right way. Like, don't you, I don't want to see even a teeny slip up. It's right. ridiculously strict and it's like, it's expecting near perfection on a, on a regular basis. But like step back, how much better could you possibly have imagined when the team was assembled and we said, Holy crap, man, this is the best team they've had on paper since 2008 before they even stepped on the court. And then it's like, I guess the only thing you got to worry about is, 
How are they going to gel? The Jays, are they going to figure right. it out? Are they going to play well? And right out of the gate, they're like, oh, these guys play great together. You know, like right. it, it, with with a few moments here and there of like, ah, I mean, holy crap, 43 and 12. Just, I mean, highest margin of victory in the entire league, six or seven game cushion. It's pretty insane. It really is. And the thing about it, and this is crazy, when you watch them play, there are clear signs that they're not playing their absolute best. Like, like some of that's the scary part about this. There's a lot of B minus games. They're winning by double digits. They're they're not just they're winning by like twenty and thirty points, which is like, you know, like Tatum had twenty seven rebounds, nine assists, and it wasn't a really great game. It was just it was like man, whatever. And you start looking at their guys. They have like two or three guys almost every night that have a whole home game, and maybe one or two that has a really good game. And then you look at the final score, and they're absolutely smashing teams. That's the scary Are they tough? Part. What's that? Are they tough? I think that they're tougher than they were last year. I think they're I think they're I think they're mentally tougher than they were last year. It remains to be seen. But if you look around the east, who is tough? What what's a, what's a team that, that you genuinely look at and say, damn, that's a tough team in the east? And the one area and Jimmy, it's not you, like there's not like a big bad, big bad wolf team that I'm thinking right. of, but there are teams that play physical. I mean the right. Knicks, the the um the heat play physical if if they can have enough talent to get yeah. there i but think the bucks can play a little physical too they they can but the celtics went out at the trade deadline and added a player who addresses that need i had a chance to talk to tillman a little oh, bit uh, before Bev? the game oh, oh, oh the celtics the celtics did now pat pat mm, don't give me sorry pat Bev. Um, <laughs> they got the x-man coming in to provide well, can we see this me. guy play no, Gerard talked to him today, right? Gerard, what do you got I, on him? I talked to him today. He, well, first of all, you got to remember that when he was coming out of college, he was coming during a time of the pandemic, so he couldn't do the workout thing. So, so his inner, like he worked out. He was so workout with Celtics was a Zoom call with Brad Stevens, uh, and he that was a year. Remember where they had they drafted Neesmith and they had a couple other second round picks. He thought he was coming to Boston then because all the picks they had late first round, early second didn't work out. Bottom line, when when he when they made the trade for him this time, uh, he said they made it very clear that we're bringing in you in here to bring us a certain level of physicality. And he's like, I'm six nine two sixty. This is what I do. So for him, this know. this is this is the perfect situation for what he does well. His uh, passing, he's a hard screen setter, uh, good defender, high basketball IQ type guy. He's the perfect guy to throw in in certain situations. And I think he understands that he's not going to play every game once he's fully healthy and ready to go. But there are certain matches where you can absolutely see him being a player that they look to, to look to contribute. I look at the Knicks as a team that certainly the way they're built, you can see him playing. I look at Jimmy, as you point out, Milwaukee. Uh, that's a team that has some size and, and they they could cause some problems if you don't have a certain type of physicality mm-hmm. that you can throw out there. And to me, that was the one missing piece that this team was lacking pretty much all season long. Who's that one guy that if a guard is driving to the basket can either switch as a big and make a player. And if he gets beat, can put a guy on his ass. This is Porzingis isn't that isn't built to do that. Uh, Kata is going to follow him and and not follow him hard. And and Luke's and Luke's going to jump from the damn from the middle of the free throw line or or, or under the basket, defending that sh- the the layup, thinking that's a, whatever. So this is, yeah, the Cornette contest. So they've added a guy that meets a very specific 
Uh, and there's some other stuff about well, I can't his wait background. to see him play. Well, he can't Heard wait to get out there and play. What do you um, say about that? Well, he understands. Really he, yeah, he's not he's not pressed about that because again, he he knows that he's with a team that is going to make a deep playoff run. So his opportunity is going to come sooner or later. Um, so yeah, he wants to be out there like yesterday, but he's not rushing it, which makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. So did you like him, Sherrod? I do. I do. Um, he's a little bit more soft-spoken than I thought. Um, but he's got that gentle giant vibe, like just, yeah, you know, um, his play and just kind of the way you conversate with him are not the same. Like when he's out there, he's a badass who's trying to put you six feet under. It feels like sometimes you talk to him. And he's just real calm and cool and collected and smiling and laughing. And just, he seems like a normal dude, but mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't want to play against him. I mean, he's strong. I mean, he's, I mean, not Steven Adams strong because that's just some unhuman no. stuff, but no, he's pretty damn like, strong. That's like running into a tree trunk. Right. Like Steven but Adams. remember, like, but, yeah. right. But this is a guy <laughs> who's like, with, people just bounce off him. I mean, but this is a guy who's been in the huddle and been in practices with Steven Adams. So he, you know, um, so he's gone he, up against he embrace yeah he embraces physicality he he is not one to shy away from physicality so he'll be able to handle luke in practice then you think? oh my god um <laughs> i don't we're not going to see any of that jimmy i guarantee you we will not see that yeah <laughs> we'll see free throws just like we always do i see us i see somebody on my screen john so you do oh he just hid he just fell he, i think he, he fell over I just saw him. You, I just saw him, really fall, I just saw him feet up. I just <laughs> so saw him feet I. up. What the hell was that? <laughs> I was watching. He went to reach for something, and all of a sudden, I see two feet. Did you actually go ass over elbow? <laughs> no, I wanted to see if you would have put me on I like saw that. A then... in the air. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a shoe. Joe Sway busts his ass off no. camera, <laughs> and, and, wow. and now he's trying to cover it up. No. As soon as he said, I see somebody, I, I just ducked. He ducked, but then, then I think he ducked too hard. And all of a sudden, he, he, went, hard. he went over. He ducked he really hard. He over. I went up. There's a difference. I saw actually injured right now. The sole of your sneaker is white. I'm good, man. I'm good. I saw it. The sole of his sneaker, he's, the bottom right. of his sneaker is white. Tell he's, us something good. Come on, Joseph. Man. What you got? Guys, this was uh, – did anyone play a bad game? You know, like – oh, maybe Mikhailik was decent, but I feel like everyone was rock solid in this Were one. you still like, watching when he got on the floor? <laughs> Someone. <laughs> I, I think mean, he tried to dunk it lefty in traffic. But he's he, like – it was that kind of game. Well, he's Mike the only one that didn't make a, a play where I was like, oh, good move. Like, so outside of outside of Mikhailik, uh, I thought everyone was rock solid in this game, man, in terms of just, like, production – uh, what they're supposed to do. Like, I just felt like it was like uh, the, the midterm where everyone got A's and B's. And Joe Mazzullo is just like, I don't know what to say. You know, that's the vibe we got. And how fitting is this, guys? His 100th career win as an NBA yeah. coach. This is the kind of game we see where everyone's getting it done. Uh, second night of a back-to-back, which he mentioned, of course, is just uh, right before the All-Star break. Like, the worst way to, uh, you know, have a team surprise you and, and give you an L, but – not in this one. Not even close. So, yeah, man, everyone passed the clock colors. Joe Mazzullo, of course, I had to ask him about his 100th win, what what that's like. And, uh, you know, obviously it being his second season of his uh, of his coach NBA coaching career. And he said what I expected him to say, which is – I don't give just, a – I'm sorry. Well, no, well, he probably – that's probably the second or third. Do you have won. a wife? <laughs> Yo, if he said – no, that's not, that's not what I expected him to say. <laughs> right. 
listen, Josue, do you, do you, are you married? First of all, no. Um, he said it's not just him, right? It's a, it's an award, especially in a, in a league like the NBA, where so many uh, guys, so many individual awards are being handed out. Um, he always has to remind everyone that uh, he, he can't do it without the guys around him. But he took it a step further when he explained how um, the players allow him to be himself and that, same type of environment happens amongst the players. And he thinks that's how this whole thing is, is, is uh, uh, seeming, you know, a, a great fit for these guys. You know, when you think about it, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, he's not going to tell us everything they're talking about, you know, in terms of, in terms of uh, what's going on behind the scenes. But I love the whole, like, Hey, they let me be weird. Like, I'm weird with you guys. You don't even know how weird I am with the guys. And you know what? I don't want to know the specifics. Like, I love that they had that type of relationship. And I, I do think that stuff matters. And like Joe Mazzula yeah. said, it's important. And that's exactly uh, why he's able to yeah. uh, reach such a significant milestone this early in his coaching career. <laughs> the, listen, the, the folks in the comments are just killing it tonight. God, they are. This is so much better yeah. than a damn. Yeah, game. you triggered them with the oh no, John did with the Mary thing because that would be such a Jonas thing. And I swear, if yeah. he dropped, that would be like, oh, <laughs> where are you going with this, <laughs> man? <laughs> Joseph, do you even have kids? Like, imagine I'm like, what? The four hundred one k, the four hundred one k. Shit. Oh, that I do. <laughs> that you gotta have that. But, yeah. uh, no, they're just Joe. One for three. Joe Joe sounded very grown up today. I will say that. He's proud, John. He's so proud. Everyone passed their midterm with flying colors. It's Ash Wednesday, John. All the kids played. He's got the ashes on. No one missed a note, you know. Yeah. It's great. No one had to go in timeout. That was awesome. Right. He didn't have to scold anybody or no one's going to be running laps next time these, these guys get us. Like, you know what, guys? Everybody got to finish their juice boxes. Everyone got their juice boxes. Right, and you're like, you know what? Have a great break, guys. I'm, I, I don't, your, your, your work here is done. So that's that's the vibe we got for sure. Speaking of, speaking of the vibe, let's bring in. <laughs> there he is, Mr. Vibe. Himself. Oh God, the yeah, way because how about the guy who approached us, Gerard? Did you hear him talking about just just talking about Luke Cornett off the bat? As soon as he saw Bobby, he was like, "Hey, yeah." You see Luke? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he made he made sure that Bobby does not go on and on about Luke Cornette. Yes, and then thank, and then gave him like a, a compliment. He's like, you know what? You actually made me see the light. I don't know which way he was on the argument now. So, what's up, Bobby? What do you got? What's up? I love this game. I love the way they're going in the break, and it's a good jumping off point for this for this team. They're going to be in a good place when they get back when they're fresh and. You know, when they have some big games coming out of that break, I think it's going to be good for Porzingis to get to 100%. He rolled his ankle tonight, obviously hurt his back in Miami, and he's just kind of pushed through that stuff. And he took the seat early tonight, which was good. Uh, but this came at the right time, Payne Pritchard in the locker room. I know Joe was talking pregame again about how he hates breaks and he doesn't think there should be one. But all the players here are ready for it. And uh, Pritchard was no different. He gave his 31 minutes going hard, playing in the buzzer. And that was the important thing about this one, and Chris Stapp said it too. They're looking to get back to pushing these leads up in the second half, not seeing them dwindle, not having bad quarters. And that was the biggest difference between last night and tonight. They slipped up immensely offensively in the second half of last night's game. Tonight, they just kept going into the second unit too, uh, into the stay-ready crew. So top to bottom, this is – an amazing win incredible that it's not their biggest 
game, you know, win of the season, biggest blowout of the season. Um, but that just goes to show how special this team can be when they're locked in uh, front to back in these games. And uh, they're going to have to find ways to challenge themselves in the second half. And you said it, John, last night. What are you going to do? Where are you going to look to? And I love the fact that they go to Walsh tonight and, and find a way to integrate him. I talked to him after the uh, game, and you know, he and both he and Chris Stapps don't think he played great in this one. They've seen better from him in practice and other situations, uh, but everybody across the board, from what they've seen of him so far, thinks he's going to be good. Uh, that he has a lot of potential, and that he's doing all the right things. And I asked if there's the potential he could be more involved in the second half of the season, and you know they haven't had those conversations yet. But you have to think seeing him with some of the starters and bench guys here. They're starting to think about it a little bit potentially here, you know, especially once main season ends. I think their season wraps up. Yeah. Late March. Uh, so he'll at least be around the team more at that point. And, you know, maybe you, you do but find you have to think, down the stretch you have to of the think season. Springer, you have to think Springer is going to eliminate any chance he has of kind of getting in there. Mm. We'll see. And getting, and getting any minutes. It's all about who can acclimate to the offense more. And Walsh has had, months and months and months playing in the system. You know, they play a pretty similar system up in Maine to what they're doing here. And, no, they're having them around the team more often now, too, uh, on the trip and everything like that. So, again, he's not going to be part of the rotation this year. He's not going to play playoff minutes. But finding different spots to get him involved. I mean, I thought he looked pretty good defensively in this one. Got hit with a t- few tough calls, uh, certainly, right when he got in the game there. But uh, overall, the one thing I like about him is he makes the right play and he plays a complimentary style. Uh, you know, he'll pass out of some open shots to get to an even better shot. He'll set screens. He was doing that throughout his minutes tonight. And he's a decent passer, especially on the run. You know, he, he said on that second play, he was trying to get the alley-oop, but he didn't communicate that. Uh, so, you know, those are things he's just going to have to work through. But overall, I was thrilled to see him out there, and clearly the fans were too. Say it, Jimmy. Max, yeah, man, he, got a, he got a he got a he uh, got an ovation again. They're not going to stop doing that, huh, Bobby? Every they time got check I, think I think he stole Pritchard's popularity. <sighs> I, I thought I thought Pritchard he was I thought he was fine. I'm glad that well, he got Pritchard, to Pritchard's outgrown yeah. the whole like, hey, the freshman's getting minutes thing. Yeah, so, Pritchard should not be getting like fan favorite like. Yeah, that, that like look who's look yeah. who's back for Maine. Like, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't, shouldn't be that. getting the Scalabrini treatment. No, he's. You know, I didn't want to say it, John. I, was, I didn't want to say that. But I wasn't going to say. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, we were thinking yeah, but, it, but we weren't going to say it. Yeah. I wasn't, but now I am. Yeah, Walsh has definitely it. moved on to that part of the or the taco treatment. How about that? Yeah, the taco treatment because he's intriguing. The taco so, treatment. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The more the more they see him play, the less fans will react that way. But mixed bag. Defensively, and again, I talked about it earlier, Bobby, but I thought defensively he was fine. He was active. You can tell that he's, you know, thinking, just keep going, like boxing out, getting sort of get a little bit aggressive out there, running the court. But his shot and his offensive game is probably not going to happen this year for them at any not point. Not this year. At any not point. Not this year. I mean, the it looked like shades of Ben Simmons out there, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, and when you're playing out there with that kind of talent, that's going to be your job is to do things. He had a triple zero. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did have a triple zero. But defense, I can't get, I can't unsee the layup. I guess. Well, but defense, if if you want to unsee the layup, he ran out of court, Jimmy. He ran out of court. Can't unsee that layup. 
He, he didn't know where the hoop was. Shot, and that he was forgot how close. It, it was his first game, layup. Jimmy. We've all been there, guys. Come it was on. not his first game. It was his first meaningful. <laughs> yeah. You think the hoop is, you know, and you realize, oh, it's right there. And then that's exactly what happened. But, yeah, it didn't look great. You're right, Jimmy. Look- he thought he got I, fouled on that play, but. I didn't think I, I, I bet call. he did. <laughs> He's I not going to get that Yeah, that's one of those, like, you try to make it look. You try to say it real quick. Wait, I was fouled. Wait, hold on. It was foul, but he wasn't fouled. <laughs> I see what you did there, Jimmy. Yeah, it was very foul. But we'll give it. Yeah, time. so he he has skills. He's just the, he can he's play. Not gonna get it. He's he'll not end up with a roster enough. spot. He'll end up with a roster spot next year. He will for sure. He's not going to get enough run this year to be able to do anything. But as Bobby said, you're going to have games down the stretch here at different periods of time where you might be down three starters. You know. Uh, the you know what maybe one with actual injury or that's what I'm saying back to backs. So there's going to be moments where, like I said, the 35 point Mike Muscala game. Like there'll be a few of those where you're just like, yeah, just play the other guys, you know. And like well, it could be Hauser and Walsh starting at the wings, you know. Like it, there'll be a game. Hauser was like great that. tonight. Hauser was just laser focused. Like that so, shot, who that was it? just dialed in. Hauser was Everybody great. was awesome. Pritchard was great. Should we, sure. said, everyone got an a should, we give, should we give Bobby Pritchard, his, his minute here? Pritchard didn't he, – he warmed up quickly. You know, he got those four threes. What was that? That second quarter. Uh, like, that's the Pritchard I love. To, I want to see that more often. You know, I feel like he just – sometimes he's just – he's so slow to find his offense. And then you're like, oh, okay, it's but not going to be that. Out. Bobby? Yeah, I'm just going to let the stat sheet speak, speak oh. for itself with this one. <laughs> oh, what is this? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not, Bobby. Spit that bullshit. Eight points, three blocks, <laughs> three assists. He can't help but smile from here to here. Four, four offensive that BS. Why do we not have a lemon square on the, on the tray there? I think but a lemon square. Yeah, that's a good point. He's so Let's- happy. Let's go with the per 36 for him at this point. 12 oh, points, God. nine oh, rebounds. Two assists. Wait, what's the what's the face that Bobby's blocks. making? Is that the face when people are criticizing Cornette? That is that the face he makes? Why is that the look? <laughs> he's just staring, just staring deep into his soul. That's the, no, that's I, the what are we apologizing for? Look. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the uh stop giving uh Luke Cornette crap face. Hey, look, I love this. Luke, I Luke had I, a good game. Luke I hear game. it all the time. He stinks, he's terrible, he's gonna get booted right Dude, out of here. Fans well, approach you about this. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yes, and then they tweet at me incessantly, and then you see what he's capable of in a game like this. You got to stop. The responding haters are quiet tonight, Bobby. The mentions yeah, are silent. Tweeting. I bet. Stop tweeting at Silence. these people. I just hope people know. Bobby's second like, half. Sleep in peace tonight. Second half, that deaf center spot is Cornets to lose. Tillman has to come in here, prove himself, figure out the system, and find that a X? spot to get in where he can. You know, and it's going to be more situational for him when it comes to deaf mm-hmm. minutes. That role the Cornets had all season long, he's going to continue to hold that spot. And that's just not me saying that. I think that's how the team feels going into the second half. I think Cornette still firmly has a spot in this rotation. And why wouldn't he? You know, he's earned Joe's trust. He's been here for years. And he continues to play well in these spots. So uh, people have taken him for granted all year. The fact that you can go into these back-to-backs down a big and get really good minutes from your third center. And I don't know what people expect from your third center. Uh, this is about as good as you're going to get from your third center. So uh, it's a great developmental story. It continues to be. And I don't think he's going to be taking a seat on the bench the rest of the way. I think you're going to see a lot of Luke Cornett out of the all-star break. 
save that clip. Let's go. Tell him, Bobby. Okay. All right. Like we said, we were giving Bobby his minute. We gave it to Back him. to my dog. And that's that's yeah. the Valentine minute. Luke, we're, not, <laughs> we're not even going to, we're, we're not even going to, we're not going to go back. Cause what you make us do sometimes, Bobby, is to counteract the excessive gushing and optimism. You're make, you, you're make us be mean to mm. Luke. And I don't want to be mean to Luke. It's Valentine's Day. Well, you guys Day. are just, you guys are just wrong. It's Valentine's Day. Well, now you're going to make me be mean to you now, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, man. You make it sound like we, we say Cornets is trash. I don't think you do. Or maybe what? not you guys, but no, plenty of people do. No. This is. You've got to stop responding to those he's people. He's projecting. Now he's projecting. We are, but we're those people. He's responding to us. This is pent yeah. up aggression here. This is. <laughs> this happens know. once a month. Yeah, he takes it out of Years, you got to get out Built the bad up, blood. Yeah. Yeah. We've done this, this is the therapy session. We've yeah, this is good. Right before the All-Star break. We've, we've done it this out, for Bobby. two Just years it out. And he's still he's still here. But like he's also <laughs> still like, like... Yeah, we know, Bobby. We know distant, he's still here. Distant like, bench roll. <laughs> I mean, John... <laughs> John, for the second straight year, predicted he was going to get more DNPs than games. That's entertainment, Bobby. <laughs> That's We're a bold ha- prediction. You didn't think, it- <laughs> Bobby. It's entertainment. We're doing. It's just for. It's just to tweak you so we can have these conversations. Yeah, but John, it Bobby worked. put that. Bobby put that quote uh, like above his. It's uh, on the wall. <laughs> it's on his bulletin board. Yeah, bulletin board material. It's like, like do your job. Cornette like, DNPs, right. Cornette right. DNPs. Luke, Luke did, you hear, did you see this? And then, and then Bobby's just like angrily typing his next uh, column on a Luke Cornette <laughs> looking at it. Like, yeah. Oh, man, uh, they're in a good place as, as a team getting production out of, out of the bench as they continue to here. you know, beyond Cornette. And the, the thing is, look, Cornette's going to have his bad games. And, you know, I thought last game he wasn't great. Big of you to say. Hauser has certainly had a few clunkers where he hasn't put up much. And then tonight he goes off. And then Pritchard, it, you know, I'm going to defend Pritchard here too. If people want to see Lonnie Walker come in and replace him. And, you know, we had our Schroeder discussion last night. Pritchard has mostly played well all season long. And I have more and more, and again, these guys haven't played often in postseason situations, John. But as I continue to see them play well, night in and night out, I think in their complementary narrow roles, they can play well in small minutes in the postseason, all three of those guys. And then, you know, you'll find your spots for your Tillman and maybe a Springer where you may, but you don't need a lot from your bench in the playoffs, and the guys that are going to fill those positions are prepared to do those things. So uh, I feel pretty good three. about this group. Yeah, the big, the big three. three. The big yeah. three, Pritchard, Hives, and Cornette. Why doesn't Lonnie yeah. Walker play more? Wait, did you just leave Horford out of there? Oh yeah, yeah, and you know you take for granted <laughs> no, that Horford's off that it's, bench. It's six starters. It's like a six you know starter, that, right? yeah. Oh okay. That's, right. how, that's yeah, how we're. Oh, everyone's, right? a everyone's a starter. We we didn't get into this much, but I did want to talk six. about it a tad. Uh, Porzingis, uh, you know, incredibly efficient in limited minutes. Only played sixteen minutes, then sat. A bunch of people in the chat are saying things like, "I'm really worried about him. I'm worried about his health." Mm. I think that's always the case. I don't think anything about tonight made me worry. I don't think he went out because he's hurt. I think they're just like, why? In he the said F- he could play. We're playing him on back. To- they're playing him back to backs anyway. Right. And I didn't even think such- he was going to play tonight. 
this was such an easy opportunity to not not bring him back in there. So um, I, I have no problem with that. However, we keep talking about like the importance and the emphasis on like how good he's been. And I mean, how much it is how much is the key? And I, I, I mean, agree again. Obviously, you see it against a team like the Nets. They can't do anything against someone like him. It, it really looks minutes. like he's playing against. Looks like he's playing against children tonight, um, you know, for, for what he was able to do. Uh, but, uh, again, what's also cool about him is just the experience and the vibe. Like we saw, you guys might have seen on NBC, the podcast, he's sitting there, and him and Jalen are just playing footsie and giggling for 30 minutes. Like, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen – but, I mean, we haven't seen Jalen. We haven't seen Jalen do I've that never collectively seen Jalen that with any was, of his people. He was he's grinning. Literally just, yeah, man. He's he like was grinning. Giggling. We like, never have like, to say, like, see, they like each other. See? I know. You never have to say that. Oh, look, too. there was one frame of one game and one cutaway where they looked at each other and fist bumped. Yeah. You're saying they don't like each other? He's so in love. But it's the Derek White the way, argument all over again. This is like what it looks Joker, like when you like your yeah. teammate. Tax Act knows you don't look forward to taxes. Tax Act doesn't even look forward to taxes. And Tax Act is a tax software company. It's basically Tax Act's whole thing. If Tax Act did things over, maybe Tax Act would end up teaching kindergarten or leading fly fishing tours. But that's a different story for a different ad. So why don't we just agree that taxes aren't fun, but you still have to do them? Tax Act's filing software can help you do that. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. You're the perfect blend of elegance and style, and your ride should be no different. The 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid meets all your needs, from business to brunch and everywhere in between. With head-turning details like a sleek front end, plus stylish interior, and an available 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster and seamless tech integration. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the new 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. Joe defended him. Joe defended him over the all-star stuff. Porzingis rightly said he didn't really care. And I actually believe it. You talk about total buy-in for somebody who's just like, no, man, I just love it here. He legit loves it here. And here's Cornette. I mean, here's Cornette. Here's uh, Chris Stapps after the game just talking <laughs> easily about mistaken. how it's going. How it's easily yeah. how it's kind of gone how it's gone for him so far in the first half in his first season in Boston. Where is he? Amit, did it go away? Wow. Try it again. Wow. There we go. We're a championship caliber team, you know, and, and what is expected is to win, you know. Or or, or the goal is to win. Um and and coming in here, you know, there are things that are being done differently and and at a much higher standard than uh, on other teams that I've been on, and, and 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 I think yeah, from from the top down, it's just a really high level organization, um, and and us as players, we uh, we feel that, and we know that we have to show up every each and every night, and and yeah, I mean, there's there's like many like small things that I can point out, but overall, I would say that it's just. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's been, uh, I have, as, as somebody said earlier, I haven't stopped smiling, you know, being here, I just enjoy being here so much and, 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 and to be in this kind of organization, um, playing for these kind of fans, it's, you know, it's, it's unreal. Wow. He's so happy. We lost Joe Sway. 
We lost John, muted himself. Not only is it like happy to be here, but like, and again, I don't mean this to turn into like bashing of other people, but like, I mean, we were fall, fan, we we're falling over ourselves to hear Jason Tatum for the first like five, six years of his career say like, yeah, Boston's not bad. Right. Yeah. Just one thing to make you think that he likes it here as much as you like him. And then last, <laughs> last year, me. please tell me you love me. La- and last year he started doing it. Same thing with Jalen. Jalen, you know, the interviews he does last year and all the things he says, and uh, most of them entirely justified, but it still doesn't give you a warm and fuzzy in terms of how he feels about it. Oh, it was the opposite. Like, it was the opposite. And so you're just like, wait, do the do, for the fans like do the guys like we love even like me a little and like then to have Porzingis come in here and just grinning ear to ear and like this is the best like this ever is and I'm so happy and like it just feels good it's like that's why I said one of the things I loved about Marcus like up and down you know whatever it was he freaking loved being a Celtic and he a loved Celtic, being here yeah. and you right. always knew that it's refreshing to see somebody come here and be like this is freaking awesome and it's you're like of- isn't it it totally right like that's right. why like we're because that means he thinks you're awesome like fans right. are part of the experience so it's like it's like validating <laughs> right yeah. and it started the very first preseason game right guys like it was like man like this is just preseason and everyone is going crazy over this team you know what i mean it was like that type of environment that he just wasn't used to essentially uh it, when you think back to this experience in new york experience in dallas i mean obviously the expectations are much higher in the situation but this is Celtics fans are talking about. So they obviously embraced it with open arms and the production obviously matched what they were trying to see here and what a uh, first season has been for Chris Tess. But yeah, I mean, I just think he's just having, I don't think anyone else is having more fun than Chris Tess Porzingis uh, this season for sure. I think one of the awesome. big things about this year and obviously you had the headband stuff tonight and John loved that. He was talking about that to start the show. I just didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. I think Joe well, talked. It wasn't everyone. No, no, it wasn't Joe. I, Sam Cassell talked over the summer about lowering the temperature on this team. And, yes, they're going to hold themselves to a high standard and have the championship expectation. But they also want it to be fun and enjoyable and not overloaded with pressure. And, listen, they've had some bad moments. And, I think having a guy like Porzingis who brushes that off and, you know, jokes like, oh, yeah, we're going to go on a street here and the world's going to be ending and everyone's going to be freaking out and, you know, just putting it plainly there, but shaking it off. Nothing seems to rattle him. You know, he had some of those technical fouls earlier in the year, uh, <laughs> which I think were just a little bit more silly and demonstrative yeah. than, he you know, Sean He used to be a sad girl. Not yeah, anymore. Getting, in, <laughs> getting in his own head. He's... He's enormously consistent, not only on the floor, but off. Like, you know what you're getting day in and day out with him. So That's the perfect, perfect I, I've loved this whole it. experience, John. I, I really have. And I've been pleasantly surprised, too. I didn't know what we were getting. I don't think any of us knew. There was oh. some bad reputation around him. I think I called him a douche. This sounds about right, Jimmy. Yeah, I'd like to right. have that one back. I think. I'll and, I, and, I, and I think, I think and, at that uh, point too. At that point too, though, Jimmy, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, "Hey, people can change." All right. Like, remember, he was, it, yeah, he, he was he nineteen. Changed. Well, this is before he said it, right, Bobby? But, but we forget he was nineteen when he first came to the league. Like that's why he's still, you know, so young. And, and obviously, the injuries and all that, and him being seven three was, was concerning. But the season he put together in Washington, obviously, you know, 
uh, people can change Pete Brad Stevens's interest, but yeah, no, Jimmy, I was thinking that too. I'm like, that baby thinks people can change. <laughs> right, think, exactly. That's it. That's what. That's how we learn. Credit, you know? For all the credit, for all the credit he's for all the credit he's gotten and he coverage was and everything else, a piece of shit. What was that, Bobby? For for all the coverage and notoriety he's gotten this year, I, I still think it's going a little bit under the radar. How big of a story this is. I mean, this is a guy who nobody wanted a couple years ago. It, like he got traded for Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. And was basically thrown away to Washington, and yeah, the NBA rendered his his potential gone at that point. And still, it didn't seem. I think you know Utah has obviously been rumored to have been, had some interest in him tonight uh, that off season. Interestingly enough, but really the only only the Celtics made a hard charge at him last summer. And for all the shows we've had, all the discussion we've had over the last couple of years, can Brown and Tatum play together? You know, is this core going to get it done? For that guy to just be sitting there in Washington who's going to make all this work, it's amazing to me. And obviously great foresight by the front office to realize that and go and target him so aggressively. Mm -hmm. We kicked his name around a little bit, but I I don't think anyone – Aggressively, but also – It was always the injury thing, though. We always always worried about that. It was – a bargain, you know, like aggressive meaning. I want this, and I know I want it, but it wasn't but like you're you not had touching the a bunch of, It wasn't yeah. like you had That's a, what I'm a bunch saying. of people. But it you, was saw, you saw him make a make a bit of a turn last year in in Washington, and it, it went under the radar because it was in Washington. But I think if you're but an NBA Celtics, though, Jimmy, scout, remember head to head. Well, yeah, that's right. Right. If you're a scout or a front office, like obviously, like that's not slipping by you. But I think the masses were like, "Oh, Porzingis, yeah, he's a flop." You know, he got ran out of town in New York City, and then he, you know, had you know, whatever happened in Dallas didn't go, didn't go well. And it's a bust, you know? And, but I think last year in Washington, he proved that when he's on the court, this guy can, can do a little bit or a lot of bit of everything, you know, and good on Brad Stevens for, for seeing that. And and like you said, Bobby, being aggressive and targeting him. And it was not an easy decision, I'm sure, because of what, what he had to do to get him and who he had to give up and knowing that it would be, a bit of a, a shock maybe to the to the team, but a necessary one, I think, is what we're seeing now. And and I think Kess said it earlier, the only thing this team really has to worry about is injuries. They're too good to really worry about anything else. And I think you 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 play the rest of this season competitively and you get up for the big games, but you also understand that you need a healthy Porzingis to go anywhere uh, in this playoff. So if you have to bubble wrap him up a little bit, the final 20, 25 games, then go ahead and do that. And if it means a couple losses, fine. I think they can afford to lose a couple based on the way the standings are starting to shake out. Yeah. Yeah, that six-game lead is real. It is not real. That, real. Not, that, not that I want them to throw games, but, yeah, I guess they have a little leeway. It's a little cushion. It's, you know, it's not a bad it's thing it's down leeway. the stretch to have. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you want to take amazing. advantage of those measuring stick yeah. games too, obviously. You want to get right. back right. right here. You want to knock yeah. Cleveland off their spot as they surge into the break and obviously beat the Bucks a couple of times on the stretch too after what they did to you in that last game. So totally. uh, there's still some moments you to got, prove yourself yeah. down the stretch here. I'm holding out. I've been impressed with this team. <laughs> I've loved what they've done, the changes, everything else. I'm not going to sit here on February 14th and say they're going to win it all. There's still more I have to see from them in the second half in terms of consistency, in terms of urgency, in terms of, you know, 
hitting the gas and and surging. I don't need to see anymore. I just need to see. Oh, so you're there. No, I'm saying I don't think anything in the regular season is going to make you feel good about good or bad about the playoffs. The talent is obvious. Their best game is better than everyone else's best game. It's just whether or not they're bringing the focus and intensity on a, on a nightly basis and, and, and just avoiding those letdown games. Like is everything going to go your way all the time in the playoffs? No, but like if it, you're going to know two games into the playoffs, if like game two they're in the post game, they're like, yeah, we just didn't come out with energy tonight. You're like, okay, here we free we fucking go again. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, you know, we knew it right what, away in round one last yeah, year. Yeah, you're just like, oh no, like here we're are they gonna do this? And everything was a struggle. Every second of the playoffs last year was a struggle. It was just through Pain. gritted teeth. It sucked. It, it, the, the Sixers is a gift without Embiid. You blow that one. You go down. Mm. You could have maybe should have lost that series. You blow game five. The whole thing. Nothing to me is going to change my opinion. They're the best team in basketball. They they absolutely have the talent to win it all. I, get me to the playoffs so we can see what they're made of. That's it. You know, that's that's all I that's all I care about. Yeah. Well, you yeah. care. About I haven't them. changed a minute since Stay we first healthy. saw him in the court till now. Actually, the one thing I've changed is there's no question it works. That's the thing. We had some questions prior to the year. Is it going to work? Thin Rolls, together, all that. They, they've got them. They know what they're supposed to do. Everybody's right. got a role. If they play their parts, there's nothing should go wrong. Uh, you know, short of injuries, there's nothing that should derail this team. Let's just see. Let's see what they're made of when they get to the playoffs. Pax, my dog. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I was like, Jimmy going to say it. I was waiting for somebody else to say something. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you guys. That is it. But, John, they can't approach it that way. That's the difference. We can. They can't. They have to play the games. They have to put in the work. They have to get into the habits. And they have to play hard. That's what it comes down to. I think the KP factor Not and people are saying in the game. chat will make it so – um, it gives them a greater margin for error, even if they're not playing their A++ game, especially in the early round. So you don't freaking falter or go to seven games with some inferior opponent. You're just going to – you'll you'll still sneak out at your B-minus games on talent alone in the first round while you get your playoff feet wet. And it is worth noting he doesn't yes. have a ton of playoff experience. And it's easier to contribute when you're in a more ancillary role as he is here. But he does have something to prove too, in terms of what he's yeah. capable in the playoffs. I think that's the part where you look you're looking forward to, man. Especially just the atmosphere, because it goes up another notch. And will we get Everything one of those games does. where he can't miss a shot? Absolutely. I think that one thousand percent happens throughout the playoffs. I mean, it's going to happen, especially on nights where teams just can't find a solution for him, and all of a sudden he goes nine for thirteen from the floor, and that's all the cushion that the Celtics need for guys like Tatum and Brown to do what they've been doing a lot a lot recently in the second half of game. So, yeah, I mean, that, barring barring any injuries, th- there's no reason why the Celtics team uh, shouldn't make it to the NBA Finals. That's it. Right now, they are, plus, they are plus 260 on FanDuel, the Celtics are, to be the yeah. NBA champions. Celtics heading favorite. into the all There we go. Celtics heading into the All-Star break at 43 and friggin' 12 unbelievable first half of the season obviously more than half the season is gone uh at this point but man it's it's as good as we could have hoped i think in terms of how this team would come together six game lead on the cleveland cavaliers in eastern conference eight games up on the bucks 10 up on the knicks <coughs> this kind thing is a, old this thing is a, over kind of a good bet on fanduel right now you can bet 
Eastern Conference winners, Celtics are plus 120. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. I mean, yeah, it's unreal. The Phoenix Suns, in that historic uh, uh, year where they were just killing everybody, whenever that was three years ago, they won the conference by eight games, okay? Mm. Celtics are up by six already, 55 games into the season. That's that's an insane lead at this point. No one else in the last decade – I'm trying to go back. It's probably a Warriors team has won has 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 had that large um, that large a lead, or or or, or yeah, or maybe that far ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, 15, Warriors. Maybe. I just went back and found it. 14-15, Golden State Warriors 15, by eleven. The fifteen games. team, fifteen team, right? You had, the, you had the Phoenix Phoenix by eight. Celtics are six six up now. They could they could they could they could win this conference by ten by ten plus games. Pretty insane yeah. to think about. Anyway, Bobby and Josue headed to the All Star game. You guys going to be at All Star weekend? Yes. Like I mean, like yeah, Saturday man. nights games. I mean, not just the Saturday yeah, not just the All Star. I'm game. going tomorrow, Jimmy. Oh hell All yeah! Who do you got in the three point contest? You want me to read you the name? <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. All right, John. Can we do this, John? Or are you going to yell at me? <laughs> You it's got like late. 90 seconds right. if I had to cool. guess, man. You, right, here we go. you started here doing we it. So read me, read me eight basketball players' names. Go ahead. Three-point contest winner. Let's get your picks. <laughs> In order of can I can I just say like people this is this is a generation thing. I just feel like no one cares about the All-Star game. Like people like <laughs> the people older than us, like it's just I don't know, right? Three point Jimmy, contest is fun. The people game older or younger? Older people, older do not care about anything about All Star Weekend. Anything about really? I, Without I, further so ado, so young people do. I mean, they're more. I think they care more because they remember when they were a kid and how excited they were. The, the level of I'm interested know, in the court. It's season, not quite the same, but because of, <laughs> you remember back when you were a kid a bit, there's still a little bit of that intrigue. But I feel like well, for the older generation, just... that you, you guys have just moved on like years ago. I don't know. I used to love. Uh, you guys uh, can't basketball remember your childhoods. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. But you know what I mean? It's, like, it's just like it's. It's just that was you know, so what, long ago. Those memories was, are so whoa, long ago. Whoa, whoa. Well, what was the narrative? In the day. We've, hey, back we've in seen the day. it all. We've seen all the dunks, and then Zach Levine and Eric Gordon put on what the greatest dunk contest of all time. Insane. That was yeah. that was incredible. But, but remember the narrative though, right? We've seen it. Just get right, rid of the right. dunk contest for twenty years. People no, were saying that. I don't want to get rid of the dunk contest. I want the best people to do it. I'm so two G leaguers. Give me a Jacob break. Jacob Toppin's going to bring down the house this year. All I, of want the greatest eight, I want eight dudes. I want all of them. It used to do. be name, all name the all-time them. name the all-time great greatest dunkers, and I guarantee you they were within their first or fifth year. You know what I mean? It's always been like a younger, you know, the younger players. Nick was doing that shit when he was forty. You know, no, I mean, but like, yeah, I mean, Nick was a little bit older, but he he kind of wanted to. You know, Doctor J, ever NBA slam dunk contest was definitely older. It was cool then. It was like I'm going to show you what I can do. It was a badge of honor to win it. Now it's too cool for school. I think it's the total opposite. People used to take it more seriously. It was like I want to win this thing, and the best would show up. And now it's like, nah, I don't feel like it. You know, who wants to do it? It's such a B list group of people with the exception of Levine and Gordon it's so sad put the I think Jalen's the, big the biggest dogs out there to do it since yeah that's why I'm pumped I'm pumped about yeah. this man I'm happy Jalen's doing it because yeah it brings some more of that 
It means yeah. more to the players to show up, wear what they want to wear. One career in game dunk for 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 Jacob. Come on. Toppings. I like it's Jacob Toppings. Yeah, it's amazing how low it's gotten. It should have been Malik Monk, man. He's had Somebody... some crazy dunks this year. Like, there's some people. I but to, to John's point, I I wouldn't be shocked that he was asked and he was like, "I'm good." You know what I mean? It's so many players. Yeah, they, like they, year they one Zion. What are we doing? Zion has to be in it. Zion. In year one, this you guy. Have, you know he doesn't have like, to Reinvented dunking in college. It was like breathtaking. What's he gonna do? Throw it down. What's he gonna do? Eat a hot dog off the rim. No, there you go. He looked like he ate the table. I thought he used to mean something. I think you got it backwards. I think now it's a joke, and now now it's a hangout. Yeah, but people are gonna tune in though. I feel like when I'm I'm talking about the from a from a fan from from the from the fans' perspective, Uh, the players. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean they're not, you know, losing sleep over. Oh, what am I gonna do this weekend? But I think someone like Jalen will take this very seriously, though. Uh, I'm not. He has to. I, I'm, wow. I'm very excited about what he has, you know, planned because I'm sure he has some incredible dunks. Because otherwise, he would never, he would never do it, right? He wouldn't half-ass this. I'm it's expecting like some some sort of statement from Jalen Brown. I think he's, you know, some, he's he wants to do this for a reason. He's not just going to show up there and do like a windmill jam. He's well, got Joe something, something Joe, bigger in mind. Josue saw him practicing in Brooklyn before the I game. Think, I think he was practicing, man. I don't, I, oh. I can't confirm, but it was did one of those. Like, phone? You take out the phone? I did. I did. You can check out my Twitter uh, from pregame uh, before the, uh, not tonight's game, but last night's game at the Barclays where he's trying to get this bounce down. And something like the way he's throwing it up, the way he wants it to pretty much just bounce right next to the rim, it seemed like. I think he's got something up his sleeve That's with that. risky. See, so. that's when it starts to get risky, when you start to bounce it and it needs to go a certain way. Because yeah. if, if you mess that up a couple of times, people are it's like done. Grum- yeah, grumbling, a little grumbling. It's like, come on. <laughs> but that's go. why Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon was amazing, because they, right. they didn't miss once. So, <laughs> right. yeah, that's I give him so much credit, because think of all the crap Jalen's gotten for – Everything over the last year. Yeah, here. man. If he this goes out and moment. as you said, is he gonna do a D? Is he gonna do the D? He might. You know what? That I wouldn't. That wouldn't. That wouldn't shock me. A little tribute. It's gonna be tribute. same story. number too. Oh, same number. That's nice, Joe. And then he like cracks that. his head on the rim. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does well because <laughs> Tatum Tatum spins him to kind of like add to it, and then it was just a bad idea. And then Cedric Sabios with the fake blindfold. That was though. He should have that shit revoked. <laughs> What do you mean? It was, it was uh, fake? You could see yeah. through it? You, you, could, you could totally see through it. Through it. You, you could see, see through, through it a little. Through. And, like, he, it was just a basically, like, run up and dunk it normal with two hands. There was no style to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rumor is, John, Tatum's going to help him out. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, John. This is That attitude is what I'm talking about. Right? You guys hate the dunk contest. You hate this stuff. You think it's for kids. I know. No, it. it's not that. It's the Tatum it, it is in a sense, but you still should have some, you know, you should Does look forward to the, it. How's he going to get a hold of Jason? Does he even have his number? <laughs> is he going to ask Celtics PR to he ask Jason to help he him? shows up, yeah. Hey, you still in, you in town? If Porzingis like- made the All Star team, you know it would be Porzingis. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing. But- Porzingis just holding it up on a platter, smiling, and Brown yeah. running by him and smiling. I'm sure it's going to be great chemistry. What he should be a dunk a cookie into a glass of milk that Porzingis is holding and dunk it. Dunk oh, an Oreo. Porzingis- that- I asked Porzingis. 
I asked Porzingis if he might make a surprise appearance, and he was like, "No." <laughs> He's more yeah, like is, no pressure. No pressure for Jalen, but Indiana. Yeah, surprise, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he kind of he, he kind of has to win this. You know, no he pressure, is bro. going somewhere tropical. Jalen has to win this Joe's way. He's playing. Right? He kind of has to win this. He's an all star. He's established, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, you look back to you know Gerald Greens and the Deep Browns. It's like, Tatum, hey man, you gotta Tatum shakes him off and shoots it. <laughs> you gotta uh... <laughs> take the contested fadeaway three. <laughs> yeah, Jalen's gotta take that baton. Pardon me, fool. Right? Jalen's yeah. just standing in the corner waiting for the pass. <laughs> Yo, D. Brown, Gerald Green, they they put on. They, they, both, they both put on shows. They both put on shows, so Jalen's got to. Joe Green deliver. could friggin' dunk. Joe Green had a even that cupcake dunk with little. That cupcake dunk was so <laughs> underrated. Right when it, it happened, we were like, underrated. "What?" And then it was are like, we? Oh, uh, the are we doing guy. shows? We doing shows, John? Jalen just stares at him. <laughs> John, I can't wait show. to see how electric Tatum is in the broadcast booth. Too. We gotta do. We gotta do shows, Bobby, any, for sure. Tatum's gonna be these? in the broadcast booth. We should we do course on live too. We'll have a lot of coverage. I'll tell you this. Just stay tuned. We'll tell you guys what we're going to do, but it's going to be fun. fun. So, again, follow these guys all the way through All-Star Weekend. Yes, sir. Um, We'll be back with preview, second-half season garden reports prior to the return to action later next week. But other than that, guys, enjoy some time away from us, some time away from basketball, Um, and, uh, and that's it. Celtics are back next Thursday against the Bulls. All right, real quick. Next Thursday. Lillard, Halliburton, Trey Young, Malik Beasley, Jalen <laughs> Brunson, Carl Anthony Towns, Laurie Markinen, Donovan Mitchell. I'm going Halliburton. Markinen. Markinen's he's plus eight hundred. Let's go Towns. Play. Towns repeat winner. You hate Give me Towns. Donovan Mitchell. Give me Spider. Yeah, but he's won before. Spider's plus nine fifty. I'm going Markinen. I'm going Laura. All right. Should be a good shootout. I'm going Halliburton. Should be. A three-point in the dunk contest is way more entertaining than the All-Star game. The All-Star game, if anything, if you want to criticize anything, criticize the All-Star game now. Because... I hate that they went back to East-West. Oh, come on. Come on. It's so much better than you No, remember last year? What, you like the draft? There's no competition. What a joke. Come yeah, on, everybody Tatum, loved that, John. Tatum almost East, dropped 60. No, East-West was, East was pride. <laughs> They would actually start to take it seriously right. a little bit because it's like I don't see that much of you guys, and right. we, they're telling me the West Coast, the Western Conference is so much better than we are. Okay, let's see about that. You start to get into it; it's much more likely to get competitive when you've got some shared interest with people, sure. other than like, oh, we've got the same agent, or this guy's cool, or I like right. him, or well, he's on my team. Oh yeah, it's a lot yeah. of Western yeah. Conference pride. <laughs> But again, that's what—that's where you guys have it backwards. East West used to be cool; it it yeah. mattered a little bit, and then it got stupid. And you guys think stupid was the right now way, nothing, and the man. right way, and the right way is the wrong. I way. I like the draft, and then you, you got indoctrinated into stupid, and you just thought that's what you're supposed to no, do. No, that was what the first half was supposed to be about. In the, oh, the second play- half, you compete, but then the whole thing just turned into a show. Then it was they just like, oh, that. it doesn't matter. Yeah, they should have kept that. But it used to be like too, that. the target score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is actually a really good clip um from the kg and pierce podcast from i think it was last week they were talking about the all-star game that they were in, in new orleans where it was it was kg pierce and ray were on a team were on the team and on the heat side it was lebron wade and i think bosh were on oh, the team. that's right yeah. and they were just yeah. like they were cool with each other but they were not like 
boys and like dapping it up and like right. having a good time in the yeah. locker room. It was like, here we are on this side of the locker room. You guys sit over there on that side of the locker room. Let's play this game and then let's, you know, go on our yeah. way. And, and, I, and they I'm barely not, hit the floor together too. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm not a back in the day boomer guy. I like more stuff now than I did before. I'm telling you, your East West is much better. Objectively, a much we better format. See. It really is. Well, it's it bad. Really is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that guy who's like, oh, I like. I, I liked it when games. John were will in be the doing 80s. a garden report yeah. after the All Star game, breaking down yeah. East versus West. <laughs> if it's competitive, he might. If it's competitive, yeah. we got to see if any I, of the players after the game are like, we did this for the East. <laughs> Bobby, please ask a question. Like, if whoever wins, be like, what's it mean to just bring bring back the win to the East? I'll <laughs> <laughs> so be like, ah, uh, what's this guy's uh, deal? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good impression. That's Tatum's uh, birthday. They've tried. Yeah, they've yeah. in an order in an effort to spice uh, it up. They've tried every yeah. dumb combination possible, and finally, we're like, we give up. Just go back to what what what's normal. Yeah, Doc is because the someone still dropped fifty. They're like, how you know did I, this happen? It's like, you know no, what I always Doc has a lot of East pride right the now. Competitiveness was there. I, you know what I always loved, John. People hated it. The baseball home field advantage thing. I thought that was the best, and that made it matter. Oh yeah, Doc is the coach. That That's right. He's like, Doc's please, guys, coach. I don't want to do this. And NBA is like, this is the rule. All right, you're gonna coach this team. That's right. Yeah. So I, by the way, let's see how many minutes Doc plays. Missoula, I, for some reason, Missoula can't coach because he did it last year. So you you can't coach exactly. twice in a row. Even if really, you have the best really, record in the NBA, I don't really get that. Why not? Yeah, I don't get it either. I'm excited yeah, I, to see Doc. I, I think if I think if you have the best record in the NBA, you should coach. Like, okay, if you don't have the best in the in your conference, like the whatever. Players but. can't. The players can't. The players can still play. They played the year before. Why can't the coach coach from the year before? What's the difference? Fuck. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I'm not that passionate about it, but just thought it was a weird, a weird rule. I, mean, I asked Joe what he remembered about the All Star experience last year, and he was like, "I was studying guys' body language, and you know, <laughs> they were like when they were comfortable." I was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah. You regret asking that question, huh? Cool. You do regret asking that question. He's 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 going behind the scenes, studying the competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and they created they created the rule after Joe Missoula was was, was the coach. I'm like that guy weirded everybody out. Let's make a rule <laughs> that <laughs> let's make a rule yeah, that, that uh, yeah, the coach can't coach ever again. How about yeah. that? Let's make like he just kept get another shot. My, he just kept looking at my body all game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He wasn't even telling me what to do. He just kept <laughs> he wasn't even notes. looking at my yeah, I, like my midsection. I'm like, yeah. am I going in? You know. <laughs> you By the way, and plus, and plus, you know, you know, if I had if, if I had to guess, Joe's just not that kind of guy to be like, isn't this great, guys? Let's all team together. Like, he's just like this isn't my team, so I can see yeah. Joe just not into that. Like, yeah, yeah, some of these guys are on my team, but like, why do? God, the All Stars must have been like, what? Is this guy's deal? <laughs> but you think he was full Joe though? I don't know if he's like. The, I don't know. The, the coach he is now. I don't think he. Was, was, yeah. I, don't think he I also wonder: is Grant Williams, like who just got recently dumped in a really embarrassing breakup, going to show up and be all Grant hey, again? Twenty-one points oh, the other night. I know, you know but like I know, John, know here, comes, here comes the Grant watcher. Bobby those corners are under. Those corners are undefeated. Here comes Bobby on his horse. Did someone just say something bad about Grant? Comes in to defend Grant. 
That's we'll a good that question, John. I'd day. love to see Grant with the with the. Um, Hi, Dame. Hi, Dame Lillard. Nice to meet you. I'm Joe. Are you married? Okay. Hey, Giannis. <laughs> how are you? Are you married? Do you have kids, LeBron? Kids? <laughs> if you had children, you'd know what I know. Yeah. Anyway, take care. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, well, are we playing why. or what? Yeah, that's why you don't have kids. <laughs> Sherrod's been holding his head for like 10 straight minutes. Sherrod, go. Go. Hey, have Joe a good all-star break, everybody. I know, I know, I know. It's just He's just fun. Joe. He's yeah. just Joe. He <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, go. play the music. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Play> we got... <laughs> Enjoy indie, fellas. Bobby's like, I got to play the cash. Appreciate you, Jimmy. Wait, Amit's got That's an outro for us, I think. No, he doesn't. He said he was going to work on an outro. He had a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. <laughs> Porford's out. I, don't, I think it's an option. <laughs> that did not sound like a chair. It was a freaking chair. It does sound like a chair.